Hi, you're listening to Mark versus the World. I hope you enjoy. Today's Portuguese word of the day is casa, which means home, and that is relevant to today's episode. Hey to anyone that's new and welcome back to anyone that's been listening to the podcast. Uh, Today on Mark versus the world, Mark, me, myself, I don't know why I'm talking about myself in the third person, makes myself sound a bit crazy, which is a bit weird, but today I want to talk about working from home, which, you know, it's a situation that a lot of people are finding themselves in, especially in the UK. I can only really talk about what's happening in England because even though I do watch the news, I, I don't follow it to to that degree where I know every country sort of lockdown status or what they're doing. But at the moment, a lot of people in the UK are either working from home if they can, or if they're key workers, they're still going out to work, especially like people that work for like the NHS, social workers, even even uh, bankers are having to work because obviously money makes the world go round and all that jazz. Anyway, so, um, and to the people that can't work from home, that we currently have something called furlough leave, which basically means... They're going to get paid for the next 12 weeks, roughly about 80% of their salary. And I think the companies get reimbursed by the government because obviously the companies are forced to shut based on, you know, announcement our prime minister makes. Anyway, that's a bit of the backstory. And I think most people are aware of that. So I'm not trying to, you know, teach, teach your grandmother to suck eggs or, you know, trying to teach an old dog new tricks or whatever analogy. But basically, we all know why we're all working from home. But first I want to talk about the things that I don't like about working from home. And then I will try and end it on a positive by giving you guys some tips on making uh, working from home the most productive you possibly can. So the the first thing I want to talk about, like what I don't like about working from home is it's kind of the claustrophobic feeling of staring at the same four walls for eight to nine hours while I'm working. Because at least when I'm in the office... You know, I can go make myself a coffee. I'll have meetings in different rooms. So even though I am eff- effectively in the same office, I am seeing different rooms, different buildings, interacting with different people and having these conversations. And we still, when you work from home, you still have to interact with people, message people, email people, uh, collaborate with others, especially that I work in sort of like technology development. I have to cab- uh, I have to collaborate a lot with like developers, with product owners, project managers, and so forth, and also like third-party people. So that's an element of my job that's still there, regardless of where I physically am. But I feel that I'm still sitting in the same space, doing all these different things, and it can be, you know, it, get, it gets a bit much, and I get a bit stir-crazy. And as much as, like, I would want to, like, maybe go for a long walk and stuff like that, due to, like, you know, social distancing and all this other stuff, it's not really advisable to take, like, these risks, and especially, like, the numbers of people that are, you know, having positive readings for coronavirus in the UK, it kind of is scary and quite alarming. And some people that I know, or like more like friends or family or people that I have met in my life, a couple of people have actually got coronavirus in my circle. I'm, I'm lucky that I haven't had any interaction with these people, some of these people for a number of years, and some of these people at least for the last six months, I haven't seen them. So it's not like I'm at risk, which is, it sounds bad because I hope all those people recover and are a part of the minority people in the UK that are actually recovering and surviving it because there's a lot of people infected 
there's a number of people that have died and there's a, a lower number of people that survived it, which is a bit worrying, but hopefully these sort of figures and stuff will turn itself around. But anyway, it's the whole feeling like confined and I'm locked in a space. And I find that also I somehow like plough through more work because again, during like an office environment, if a colleague sees me, they may have a question for me and want to stop me and ask me because I'm not physically there unless it's really urgent or they know that I'm the kind of person that will deal with that. It's not like I'm getting that direct contact or a direct interruption. So it's a good thing in terms of I'm getting through my work, but then I'm also finishing work a bit early and then finding that I'm not, I don't have necessarily so much to do because the workload, which would normally take me my full eight hour shift at work, I'm doing in like five hours and then I've got three hours of trying to find things to do, which has given me time to like, learn and, and, and pick up some new skills which is more what I'm going to go into the second part of uh, this this uh, episode and I want to like just jump into the second point while we're at it because it's going to be a short bitey kind of episode uh, the amount I'm eating because again as much as I may you know get the occasional coffee or might get a snack or have snacks at my desk I still generally don't eat too much because obviously when you have your colleagues there, you don't want to look like the greedy pig that just sits around and eats all day. Even though, you know, some people that know me very well know that's that's pretty much like down to my character that I eat a lot, regardless of if it's healthy or unhealthy. I can just eat mountains and mountains of food, and I'm finding that because I've got things that I like in my house, because obviously it's my house, I buy things that I like. Things that like are treats that I would have maybe in an evening when I've cut home from work after a long slog, and obviously being that I work out of London. I work, say, in London and I live out of London as the commute and stuff. So, you know, it's nothing wrong having, like, a little treat once in a while. But instead of having a treat once in a while, I'm I'm having treats, like, you know, every hour on the hour, it feels. And also, like, I have a Tassimo machine, which is great if you're having, like, one drink a day. I mean, it's still kind of calorific, but, again, one one high-calorie drink a day isn't necessarily going to kill you. It's not the most healthiest option. But I'm drinking like five or six because I've got it and I just make myself one. When I finish one drink, I think, hmm, I'd like another one. And it's, it's that, that's down to my self-control. It's not a, it's not so much an issue with the situation we're in, but it's something I don't like about working from home because, uh, yeah, there's the there's, there's stuff that I like to eat, hence why I buy it. And some of it is very healthy and some of it is very unhealthy. And I've probably put on, even though I've only been working from home, I don't know, I'd say the last three nearly four weeks uh i feel that i've probably put on four or five kilos i'm, I'm actually scared to weigh myself because I, I don't want to figure i don't want to find out i'd rather just guess that i've gained this weight than actually weigh myself and it turns out i've gained more weight than, than i'm expecting which is something hopefully once things die down and we're allowed to be a bit more out and open or you know when there's no more coronavirus whichever date that would be i will get given an opportunity to sort of you know work this excess weight off but yeah, it's it's the sort of the second point. It's just comfort foods, and you know I'm gorging a lot more on stuff. Whereas before, because you know you have like an environment and you have like people you work with, you don't eat too much in, in front of them. Also, it can be seen that if you're eating so often or whatever, you're not necessarily doing much work. So again, you don't eat that much. Whereas I can bang out my work and still eat chocolate bars and breakfast bars and eat like fruits pomelos all, all, all kinds of things which is it's just crazy and yeah that that's like my second point and then the third point is sort of distractions as it were because again when you're at office 
most people there, even though obviously we have like, you know, the social chats that we have with our colleagues and, you know, the friends that you have at work and the people that you kind of identify with, you, you chat to from time to time. But again, you chat for 10, 10 minutes and then you go back to work and then you don't chat to them for the rest of the day or you chat to them the next day or, or so forth. But I find that obviously when I'm working from home, I'm not the only one that's at home. I've got a young child. My wife's at home as well because her, her, her workplace is closed down as well. So it's almost like I may go to make myself a drink, but I also then, my son would like see me up, come over to me, want me to, to pick him up, which I, I gladly do. I pick him up, play with my son or whatever, put him back down. But it's just the time, I feel that as much as I, I when I'm sitting down doing the work, I'm banging out the work straight away, there is more sort of distractions. And also, being that I'm a believer that even though I'm working from home, I should treat it like work and I should take down time and I should do relaxing. But I think sometimes I may get into a mode of over-relaxing. Like, I'm not going to lie, There's a, there was one time, I think it was last week, I missed a meeting just because I allotted myself sort of like 45 minutes to play a game on the PlayStation and I ended up going over by about six or seven minutes. And because of that, I then did... How can I say this? I didn't miss necessarily miss the meeting. I got in the meeting one minute late. But I... Had I not taken that extra six or seven minutes, I would have definitely been on the meeting on time. Cause it was an online meeting. I was logged into the portal, but I wasn't checking the page where I needed to just put in my name, press join, and then I would have been in the meeting. So that page was just there, and I thought, oh, yeah, I'm still in the queue. And then when I looked at it, I was like, oh, crap, I'm late for my meeting, go into my meeting, and that's, that's bad practice. But again, it's, it's, it's good to have downtime. So anyway... That's enough about me moaning about working from home. There are probably other issues about working from home, but they're sort of the main three things that I've noticed over the last sort of three and a half, four weeks that have really got on my nerves. But things to actually do or to consider when working from home, you know, like my my hits and my uh, hints and tips and advice and stuff like that. First bit of advice is because you are at home in your uh, place of comfort. Still try and, you know, set yourself like a little work station where you can get on with work, but you're not going to get distracted or bothered, where you're not going to be too comfortable, where you're going to be a bit lazy and not do the work to the best of your ability, but also somewhere where you have access to things like toilets and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, we all live in our houses, we all have toilets in our houses, but I mean, in terms of you still want to be able to like get to like say your bathroom your kitchen distant the other without necessarily distracting yourself with other things or getting in getting in the way of other people because imagine like i'm lucky i'm work i'm working from home my wife's on furlough leave but imagine like you're a couple and you're both working from home and you work for completely different companies in completely different industries you don't necessarily want to be walking in on your wife's video call or or, or they or vice versa and stuff like that which is kind of kind of annoying and that's sort of my second point is also to communicate with whoever you live with that you are working from home and they understand when you have meetings and how long roughly your meetings will be. Not everyone knows the exact time, but generally when you have a meeting and it's, I don't know, via Skype, Zoom or whatever application you're using to have your kind of like meetings or conference calls and so forth, there is usually a guideline time because you book it for like 15 minutes, half an hour, an hour, two hours, three hours. And just communicate with whomever you're living with that for that period of time, once you... Once the call starts, and for however long the duration is, you just need that headspace to, like, you know, be attentive and understand everything that's going on. Because some important information will still get delivered to you, and you kind of need to be there. Now, my third point is, because you're at home, and, you know, you're comfortable and stuff like that, 
do make sure that you try and stay a little bit active where you can and take breaks when you need to. So, for example, at work, you have an hour lunch break. And if you work in an office, I think every sort of four hours, you're advised to take like 10 to 15 minutes away from your, your screen. Do the same thing when you're at home, because it's not being funny. When you're at work, depending on where you work, but if you work um, at a desk with a computer screen, you usually have like your screen fitted in a way so that your posture is good it doesn't affect your neck by looking at the screen that your eyes are within a certain level but at home you might not have that so it's good to take the regular breaks to get up away from your workstation or where you're working even if it's just to walk around the house for a bit even if it's just to you know go into another room sit on your sofa watch uh, the news or a bit of tv or something or use that time to you know i don't know read on something watch some youtube videos listen to my podcast you know cheap plug or you know uh you know there's, there's things you can do like that and it's it's a good it's it's good for the mind body and soul to take breaks and to rest because you can't be on the go all the time and you've got to be mindful that even though you are at home and you're kind of in your comfort zone because especially like i work with a lot of developers and developers they love to just zone in and get on with their work and they might like solve 25 problems but they will spend like 12 hours doing it and not realising they spent 12 hours, all they would have done is stop to drink and pee and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you need to make sure you give yourself regular breaks, gives you time for your mind to recharge. And sometimes if you're having like, I don't know, you're dealing with an issue or a problem, sometimes taking that 10, 15 minutes away from the issue gives you the energy to solve the problem you're, you're finding. Or, you know, it just gives you headspace to let you feel a bit more relaxed. And when you look at the issue again, it might be easy to solve. I'm not saying you're going to be, you know... Uh, doing theorems like uh, the theory of relativity and you're going to solve it and things like that but I just mean like taking 10 minutes breaks away from what you're looking at or what you're focused on can sometimes help you solve problems and the final bit of advice I'd say working from home is also try and eat in a similar pattern to how you, you have work so obviously some people have breakfast before work some people have breakfast when they get to work have breakfast at the time you normally would have breakfast Take the lunch break you normally would take. Make sure you have uh, food that has, like... It doesn't have to be the most nutritious. Eat what you want. But at least make sure there's some sort of nutrients or some sort of vitamins. Because end of the day, you kind of need to... You know, you need you need those things to, like, think, do your work and get on with it. And get on with your days. Because, obviously, some people in this sort of situation are having very long days. And it's very stressful. So you need to make sure that, you know, you take your breaks regularly and keep some sort of routine going because, you know, uh, I think we are all, um, what's the, well, I forgot the saying, but basically we are all used to habits and habits usually um, are ingrained in us. If we maintain them, that means that once this situation is gone, we should be able to go back to work and not feel tired because, um, for example, with me, when I take like, say, two weeks off work, three weeks off work to relax or to go on holiday or whatever, Sometimes I find when I get back to work for those sort of like week or two, I just feel really drained and tired. Like everything is like a stressor to my body or to my psyche because obviously I've been away from it for three weeks or whatever. And it's kind of like getting your body back into that routine. Whereas if you treat that um, working from home like you're literally working in your office and you do the same sort of hours and the same sort of routine you do in your office, then it shouldn't feel such a, a shock. Obviously, there are other factors like commutes. At the moment where I work and where I live, my commute is about an hour and 15 minutes each way, which obviously I will never really do working from home. But everything else, if I can kind of maintain that kind of routine, then 
So that means that it's not going to affect me whenever we eventually go back into our office. So, yeah. And that is to conclude uh, this week's episode, uh, Mark versus Working From Home. I hope you've enjoyed what I've had to say. I hope that if you agree or disagree with what I say, you you contact me. I'm very reachable. My Instagram's open, which is at markvs underscore the world. Same with Twitter, which is the same handle, which is at mark, mark with a C, vs underscore the world. You know, send me a message if you like this episode. Send me a message if you don't like this episode. Send me a message if you want to talk about any previous episodes. Uh, or, you know, just get in contact because I I look forward to people's feedback and hopefully one day soon I will get some feedback, which is nice. But more importantly than, than this plug and trying to get you to listen to my episodes or listen to previous episodes and so forth is take care of yourselves, be mindful of others, uh, make sure, you know, if you do have to go outside which please don't go outside unless you need to, like you run out of food and you're going to starve to death. Make sure when you come in, you wash your hands for 20 seconds. You make sure, if you have the alcoholic gel, put put the gel, like the, you know, like the surgical cleaning gel, whatever, alcohol gel, put that on your hands. Get rid of as much bacteria as you can. Uh, try and keep the social distancing if you can. Don't be going to, to parks to have fucking barbecues which some people in this country have been doing and it gets on my fucking nerves you know just just be mindful of yourself and others because we don't want to at the moment we're living in a world that has a bit of a pandemic and i'm not trying to say that we all need to be necessarily scared but i'm saying that if we're just keeping ourselves clean keeping our surroundings clean and not interacting with other people that might be infected then surely that will reduce the number of new cases and it keeps us and our loved ones safe so thank you for listening this is Mark versus the world, and I look forward to, uh, well, I look forward to speaking to you guys next time. Bit of a, you know, a bit of a spoiler. Next week, I am going to have a slightly different formatted episode because I've now acquired like a proper mic, and I'm going to be recording this properly on my computer now with my mic and my little home studio. So hopefully, sound quality will be a lot better. But also, I'll be adding a few more segments into episodes and making it a bit more interesting. I'm going to have a play with the format, and I hope you guys enjoy. If you don't, I'll go back to this kind of format. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see where that where that bridge takes us. Okay, thank you very much, and goodbye.